Thanks for listening to the Faith Assembly podcast. If you're in the Orlando area, we hope you're able to join us for one of our services. Please check out faithassembly.org for more information or follow us on social media at faithORL. We hope this message will be an inspiration to help you find all that God has for your life. Enjoy the message. Good evening, church. How's everybody feeling? Hey. Come on, it is prayer night. How many of you guys came in expecting that God's just going to do something crazy in your life? Come on. Hey, well, I just want to say thank you so much for coming to uh, the prayer night tonight. Let me tell you, uh, I absolutely love nights like this. And uh, because sometimes I think we, we forget exactly what can happen in moments like this. Check this out. When Christians come together in moments of prayer, the very foundation begins to shake. Things, things in your life, man, those begin to shift in moments of prayer. Where it'll shift everything and change the very trajectory of your life, this church's life, or somebody you know's life. And some of you guys here today, man, you've been praying for somebody for so long. Ooh, and maybe if you even came in here, you're like, you know what? Tonight, it just seems like, it seems like uh, God's not even hearing my prayers and my prayers aren't even going through. Check this out. That's why tonight in moments like this, prayer is a priority. It's a priority, and so I just want to say thank you for coming tonight, and I also want to say uh, thank you for coming tonight. If you're viewing online, check this out. I believe, uh, as I was preparing for this uh, little mini word, this little sermonette, um, I believe that something is going to happen and shift in somebody's household tonight, and, uh, and I really felt that from the Lord, and so as you're standing in your living room right now, uh, I believe you just need to get ready because God is going to meet you right where you are. God's going to meet you right where you are. Are. And so I'm going to talk just for a couple of minutes about how prayer is a priority. And, and uh, prayer is so much of a priority that here in a second I'm going to pray. But there's a, there's a gentleman in our church that's been going here for, for a long time, for years. His name is Norm. And, uh, and he's been having some, some heart issues. And he's been going back and forth to the doctor for a little while now. And even today he uh, took a stress test uh, to kind of figure out what's all going on. And I'm sure the stress test and the results, that hasn't come back yet. But hey, check this out. We know the result that comes back right away. And, uh, and it's uh, Jesus and that we stand on to his word that God is going to heal him and touch his body. And so let's pray for tonight, but also let's pray for Norm. Here we go. Jesus, I thank you for tonight. God, I thank you for um, everything that you're going to do. I pray right now, God, that you would touch Norm right now in his body, Lord God. That you would, uh, that the doctors, Lord Jesus, would stand back in awe and amazement of the things that you're doing. Oh God, I pray right now that you would turn it around and use it as a testimony. Jesus, I pray for every single person in this place, everybody viewing online. God, I pray that you would speak to them in such a mighty way, Lord God, that we would never be the same, that this church, God, it would never be the same, that the city of Orlando would never be the same. I praise you and I thank you in Jesus' mighty name. Everyone in here said... Amen and amen. Hey, well, as I was preparing for this word, I was thinking of a couple different things. In moments like this, how it reminds me uh, in moments of prayer that what's a priority to God. In moments like this, it reminds me what's a priority to God. And in Psalms chapter 90 verse 12, it says this. It says, teach us to number our days so that we may gain a heart of wisdom. And really, really, when I read that in the Cody translation, right, it's saying, uh, also it's saying, so that you would know what's a priority. Man, that we would live a life knowing what God wants, man, that we would live on track, that we would live with purpose. You know, it also reminds us, moments like this also reminds us how to live 
In Ephesians chapter 5, 15 through 17, it says this. It says, be very careful then how you live, not as unwise, but as wise, making the most of every opportunity because the days are evil. And then it says right here, it says, therefore, do not be foolish, but understand, here it is again, what the Lord's will is. Man, understand what the Lord's will is. Can I tell you something tonight, Faith Assembly, that there's people that are attached to your prayers. And what a reminder to know that we would know what the Lord's will is. That there's people attached to your prayers. There's people coming to Jesus because of your prayers. And I think if we live a life without prayer, I don't think we will fully know what the Lord's will is. Man, if we don't live a life that is always in desperate need of Him and always uh, desperate need of, of private devotion. I heard a quote a long time ago and it said this. It said, uh, private, without uh, private devotion, it only leads to public performance. Woo. I don't know about you, but I don't ever want to public perform because no miracle comes attached to public performance. Oh, but it does come with private devotion. Romans chapter 13, verse 11, it says this. It says, and do this, understanding the present time, the hour has already come for you to wake up from your slumber because salvation is nearer now than when we first believed. Wake up from your comfort. And uh, it's been a couple years, but I felt like the Lord was telling me, saying, Cody, and it was a gentle reminder, Cody, change your prayer, change your prayer. And so I began to pray this. It was, it was God, make me uncomfortable with being comfortable with you. And man, some things in my life that begin to shift, that simple prayer. Once I started praying a dangerous prayer, God, make me uncomfortable with being comfortable with you. So many things changed. And maybe, maybe that's you tonight. Maybe we need to make that our prayer tonight. You know what you would say? You'd say, you know what? Let me be honest. I've been a little comfortable in my prayer life. I've been a little comfortable in my pursuit after Jesus. And can I tell you this, that God will meet you right where you're at. There's people attached to your prayer life. I remember a long time ago, it was 2016, I was doing this outreach and it was uh, in downtown Orlando. We would go downtown and we'd hand out water bottles to people um, downtown on Friday night at 9 p.m. And, uh, and I did that for, man, it's been like, the outreach is still going on and our college students, they do it, which is absolutely amazing. But man, I did that for like three years. Every single, uh, every single Friday night, we would go out downtown and I remember I would, I didn't really, within the three years, I didn't really know or meet anybody that actually came to church or came to Jesus from that outreach. Like we prayed with a lot of people and we loved on a lot of people, but I didn't actually know somebody. And so it was, it was a prayer night, much like tonight. And I was there and I was pacing and I was praying and, and, um, and I was praying and I heard the Holy Spirit speak to me so, so clearly. I remember praying like, God, you know, where's the people at? You know what I'm saying? Like my prayers kind of changed. And I heard the Holy Spirit speak to me so clear and said, Cody, when did you ask for the harvest? And I remember in that moment, my prayers began to shift. And that's what I'm talking about in nights like tonight where it'll change the very trajectory of your life. And I remember my prayer began to shift and I said, God, bring forth the harvest. I said, every single person that ever got an invite card, God, right now, I pray that you would touch their heart. And I remember as soon as that moment of prayer ended, I was walking out into the foyer and there was a gentleman standing there in the foyer and he looked a little lost. And so I went up to him and I said, hey man, I said, how are you? You know, I introduced myself, all this stuff. And he kind of looked at me still lost. And, and uh, I said, is it your first time? And he said, yeah, you're gonna laugh at me. This is the first time I've ever walked into a church before. 
And I said, no, I'm not going to laugh at you. And tears began to fill his eyes and he began to like cry in front of me and I didn't know quite what's going on, you know, what's going on here and, and tears are flowing and he reaches into his back pocket and pulls out a wallet. He opens up the wallet and he pulls out a crumpled up invite card that goes with the water from a Friday night. And, um, and he goes ahead and he pulls it out and he says, six months ago I got this card and today when I opened my wallet, I knew I had to come tears are flowing down his face. And I remember I said, why did you come though? And he said, I can't deal with this depression any longer. And let me tell you something, prayer, dangerous prayers, that'll begin to shift something. See, there's people attached to your prayer. If there was a word for right now, I would say this. I would say pray like never before. I would say worship like never before. I would say seek him like never before. And check this out, the question church, even in moments like tonight, do you want that more than comfort. Man, would you want that more than a season of comfort where you would begin to pray some dangerous prayers? What does comfort look like? I'll tell you right now, walking into a prayer night with low faith. I think comfort comes looking like a different, a different way. It could look like this. It could look, up, look like uh, giving up on the prayer that you've been praying for. You know what comfort could also look like? Comfort could also look like not praying for the big prayers because they scare you. And let me tell you right now, in Hebrews, uh, Hebrews chapter 4, 16, it says this. It says, let us then approach God's throne of grace with confidence so that we may receive mercy and find grace to help us in our time of need. Another verse right here, it says uh, in 1 John 5, 14, it says, this is the confidence we have approaching God, that if we ask anything according to his will, oh, he hears us. We live in a world that needs us to pray like never before. Let me tell you, we, we live in a city that the church needs to pray like never before. 1 Thessalonians 5.17, it says this, and I love it. It says, never stop praying. Whoo, that's good right there. You're like, man, come on. Another one right here in Romans chapter 12, 12, it says, be joyful in hope, patient in affliction, and check this out, faithful in prayer. I love right there in that moment in, the, in, in that translation, NIV, it says faithful in prayer. It doesn't say faithful with prayer. And it's, it kind of sparked my interest in that moment where it says faithful in prayer. The definition of in is this. In is something that appears to be enclosed or surrounded by something else. Now, now I'm going to read it again. Be joyful in hope, patient in affliction, and faithful in prayer that it would surround you and enclose you. Living a life that would enclose you in prayer. And so here in a second, we're going to put some time on the clock, and we're going to have just some individual time of prayer. And so what that looks like for you is check this out. Even as I'm speaking, you know the area. Maybe you've sat in your chair for prayer for, for way too long, and you need to get up and kind of stretch your prayer life and walk around and pray. Or maybe you, maybe you haven't prayed on your knees in a long time. Well, check this out, and the altar is here for you. And, and I just want to tell you, in moments like this, things change in moments like this. Man, what would it look like if we came tonight just in dire need, in dire need of a moment with Jesus. Man, what would, what would it look like if that were to happen? What would it look like in somebody, somebody that you've been praying for for so long? I believe somebody's gonna get a text message or a phone call of somebody that you've been praying for for a long time. And so we're gonna put a countdown and I'm gonna release you to pray and let me pray over you here in a second. Bow your head, close your eyes. Jesus, I thank you for tonight, God, I pray. God, that you would put us on mission, oh Jesus, that prayer would be a priority in our life. God, I praise you and I thank you for everything you're doing, everything that you're going to continue to do. Move in a mighty way. Oh, that moments like this are what start a movement 
here in this church, here in our life, here in our city. I praise you and I thank you in Jesus' mighty name. Everyone said amen and amen. I hope you enjoyed listening to the Faith Assembly podcast. Thank you for joining us in pursuit of growing closer to Christ. Stay tuned for more messages released every week. God bless.